Yeah. Take two here for uh, Sports Dribble Podcast. Joined by Dave and BJ, fellas. Evening, everyone. Oh, hey, mate. You guys can talk. Hey, take two. That's the first time we've ever had to do a take two here. Uh, usually, we just throw it on there, but mate, I couldn't couldn't speak. Must be the jersey you're wearing, mate. How good is it? Hey, Mahomes, what a legend! No, no choking there, I suppose, but that was a quality game. It was a quality game indeed. Old uh, in the other game though. Pretty sad to see Brock Purdy go out the way he did. Yeah, poor bugger. Pretty messed up. It was. Yeah. What about sport for the week, Dave? I know you've uh, fresh off the, the COVID list, mate. Did you get a game in? Yeah, yeah, got a game in Saturday. I was the only member of the family to sort of get a game, uh, thanks to me passing passing on the virus to the family. But uh, unfortunately, we went, went down again. Um, we struggled a little bit since Christmas, but... Um, yeah, I was t- got, got out for 21. Uh, old mate came on, bowling pretty quick. So I thought, yeah, I've got him down down right. And then all of a sudden he's let go of this uh, slow ball. <laughs> Other hand is like, oh, shit, that's a slow ball. But the body was already through. So, um, yeah, I got out for 21. And at that stage, we were five for 26. So wow, uh, not a good start. But we got up to 88. But they got there with about five overs to spare. So, yeah. Nice. Uh, Still top of the table, uh, which is nice. So uh, we just got to get a bit of form back. But any game's a good game. Yep, mate. And it's twenty-one runs that you put against the daughter because she didn't get the play. Oh, they're trying to get me on a technicality that it's going to go on averages, sort of like it's not mm-hmm. going to be runs past the post. It's going to be the runs past post divided by the games played. So I'm screwed nah. anyway. Yeah. Come on. Can't change the post halfway. Come on. Yeah, most runs in the calendar year, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but um, the weird part was we played at Adcock Park where the baseball diamonds were. Course yeah, right. Of course, they've taken out the baseball diamonds at Adcock. They've now thrown a cricket pitch right in where Centrefield was. So uh, it was quite strange sort of having a game of cricket in where the baseball fields used to be. Yeah. Where'd you field, mate? First base. Yeah. Uh, no, sort of, sort of left field. I was, I was at left field and sort of looking around, and it just was surreal. Yeah. Uh, it, it was very strange. Playing four hundred million games there at Adcock Park, it would feel pretty strange. Yeah. But you, Randall, any sport, mate? Uh, mate, yeah, we had the um, the Osball over over last week. Yeah. The um, summer sizzler. Young bloke had a bit of a run on the final day there. Yep. Um, dipped his toe in into some tour ball, and hey, he loved it. Might yep. have gone zero for four with four four punch outs, but that's all right. He he did tick one, he ticked one. He ticked one. But yeah, he um he enjoyed it. And other than that, though, we had a lot of sport watching over the weekend. A lot of time in the pool for us. It was pretty warm. Pretty warm here. Um, and then yeah. Basketball was back tonight, so the young fellow was off to basketball again. Returned to return from after Christmas break. Nice and humid in there, I bet, mate. Yeah, mate. They did say it was a good four or five degrees warmer up there than what it was here, closer closer to the coast. But he he enjoyed it nonetheless, mate. As they do, always do. Yeah. What about yourself? Ah, uh, mate, just. Back at school things, a uh, young fella started school today. Um, quote, 
I'm never going back again to big school. Uh, it's a good one, mate. We'll see how that fares for you tomorrow. We've all said that. I thought I thought it was I'm never drinking again, but yeah, <laughs> that comes anyway, after school. Yeah, and um, yeah, so school things, and then uh, yeah, the girls are uh, deciding what dance school they're going to. Then there might be a little bit of a change for the little huddos, so they've tried out a new dance school and a few things going on there with that. So there are uh, balls in their court now to see where they want to go. Watch his space. Yeah, so nice. not sure where they'll be. Uh, yeah, it's up to them what they want to do. So be a little bit going on there. Still a lot of dancing, though, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be a lot of dancing. Back to yeah. every day of the week, I'm sure. No, nah, mate, no, nah, no, nah, not every day. Yeah, only six, you know. Ah, oh, sorry. No, nah, not quite. Right, let's get into the tidbits, fellas. I'm going to crack this on here there. The old Hawkesbury Pale Ale, oh, Pacific Ale, sorry. Randall's got the Pale Ale. Get amongst it. How good is it? Uh, we went down to uh, Hawkesbury uh, Tap House there uh, to have a beer with Davo, but Davo couldn't make it because he had COVID. So we, we still went down and tried the range out, Randall, didn't we? We did. We had a run of everything they had. So that was a good little afternoon on a Saturday. Tough nice job, but warm. someone's got to do it. Mate, you got to try the wares, don't you? I walked away a happy man, very happy. Yeah, my little squealer didn't last too long. That that was gone by the by that afternoon. But um, yeah, really enjoyed some of their beers down there. It's a good setup they've got. Absolutely great setup. Um, not just obviously for the beers. They got you know a massive area there. The kids can run around and. They're building different things for the kids. They've got a massive screen, uh, watch a sport. Bringing in live music. They've, they've sent out a call for musos. I think it's for maybe a Sunday afternoon. Yep. Sort of uh, go up there, have have a few beers. The food trucks are there. Um, listen to some music, watch some sport. It's not a bad way to go. Yeah. I heard there was a couple of blokes going to do a podcast there soon as well, a live show. So, uh We'll keep you posted on that. We've got to go down and do a few uh, more sound checks, I think, Randall. Yeah, they're probably not real good, though. But, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll turn up. They'll have a go. Doesn't matter. Yeah, so we'll be uh, lubricated. Well, that, that makes for a better podcast, as we all know. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I, uh, I think we'll have to go down and do a few sound checks, I think. Maybe maybe one or two. And, yeah. yeah go, down with the, go down with the family and some friends and show them, show them what it's like. It's a pretty... Pretty good venue down there. It is. It is really good. Um, not just a good range of beers, but yeah, like we said, plenty of space down there and uh, a good area. Yeah, so, all the staff, all the staff too, were unreal. That so so chill, so laid back. Just you know, it was just such a it was a good atmosphere, good good ambiance about it. Ambiance, ambiance. <laughs> yeah. All right. This week's um this week's tidbits is sponsored by Hawkesbury Brewing Co. Fellas. Um, great to have him on board. Couple of beers in here. Who wants to kick us off for the tidbits? Yeah, why not? Oh, oh, I don't care. What do you reckon, Randall? Yeah, I can. I can go first, mate. Said so said to find me tidbits. I wasn't wasn't prepared as usual. So I've got a couple that are uh, a couple of baseball ones as as per usual for for me. Um, 
they're based around stats, actually. So this one will really blow your mind. People who have walked on the moon, 12. Earned runs allowed by Mariana Rivera in postseason games, 11. Freak. That's ridiculous. How, how many postseasons do you reckon he went to? That's a, I was going to say, that's a lot of innings too, even though he's only a closer. Like he he went to a lot of a lot of postseasons there. Like that was the Yankees were pretty strong there while he was playing. Pretty yeah. much nearly every year he was there. Like he started in ninety five. He was a setup man was it ninety five or ninety six? He was a setup man to John Wetland. So even then, getting a start and then Wetland left and he took over. So um, and then you count how many years in his career. So, yeah, a long that's a that's a lot of innings, isn't it? And to yeah, eleven earned runs. That's that's insane. And the Red Sox have a couple of them. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> Good. <laughs> uh, the other one I have is um is is around the infamous uh, Robin Ventura and Nolan Ryan uh, little fisty cuffs punch up. You know, we've all seen it a million times. We all love it. It was great. Robin Ventura, the only man to get six hits off off of Nolan Ryan in the same inning. Six quality hits too, they were. I, I'm pretty sure there were six four. to the best uppercuts while he was in a headlock. Yeah. They were Nolan all good. Ryan, no, Nolan must have caught the cover because he, he had that he have a split, bloody nose yeah. or whatever it was, yeah. Split yep. lip or, or then whatever. Then we pitch the rest of the game with that bloody jersey. Yep. yep. Unreal. Can't get away with that now. Nah. He's probably out on concussion rule. Yeah. He would have been better. Look at the pitcher and he would have got ejected. But... And blood bin, you're gone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's it. Change your jersey, old son. Soft. What do you got for us, Davo? Uh, I've got the three this week going across a couple of sports. So yep. I'll keep the baseball theme going first. Um, good old Greg, Greg Maddox, another one on Maddox, but this time not for his pitching. So uh, when he was 42 years old, he was the oldest pitcher to steal a base in Major League Baseball in the last 113 seasons. So it's sort of like, that we're not just talking a year or two here, 113 seasons to be the oldest sneaky uh, base stealer for a pitcher. So, so I tell you what, you won't see it. You won't see anyone break that. No. Uh, there's there's probably, well, there probably will be one person, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. Shall we? Shall yeah. we, if he makes that age, but yeah, yeah, now with the designated hitter, that stat's going to live on for forever. Yeah. Yep. You think so. So that was the first one on the cricket now for the second one. So the most runs scored by an individual in a day's play, in a day's cricket, was 309 by Don Bradman um, in nine, well, since 1930. So nowadays, tests like teams are struggling to score 300 in a day. Don Bradman still holds a record for 309 runs in a single day. That's, that's a fair effort. Freak, yeah, no, freak. he no, was Brian, no blind Brian Lara, but you know, what was his and his ADI? 
Didn't he score? Well, I wasn't in a single day, though, was it? No. He scored 400, didn't he? He scored 400 in an innings, uh, yes. which is still still a fair effort, but uh, not, in single... not in a single day. Oh, yeah, not a single day. I think the only team that can keep up with that is England at the moment, isn't it? Yeah. With their baseball. Yeah, the way they're playing and scoring quickly. And then finally, a uh, bit of golf. Bit of golf. So currently, Rory McIlroy has the fourth most weeks all time as the number one at 113 weeks. If he remained number one from now through the middle of January 2030, he would be still 200 weeks shy of Tiger Woods' record for holding out number one as a world golfer. So if he held number one for the next seven years, he is still 200 weeks. He's still another four years short of uh, Tiger Woods. <laughs> That's unreal. Just shows how dominant Tiger Woods was. Yeah. Still, sort of still is. Um, but yeah, that, that's unbelievable. It's a crazy stat. I don't have anything as good as that. Uh, for so that's, still, that's still four years shy, over four years shy of Tiger Woods if he was at the top for every week for yeah, four so years. Pretty that's... much 11 more years. Yeah, he'd have to be number one for 11 more years. So I don't know if that says how good Tiger was or, mind you, the standard of golf was still pretty good. Yeah. Um, Back then, so Mickelson's, VJ Singh, uh, a few others that were there while Tiger was playing. So, yeah, that's a streak. Massive. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Massive. All right, I've got two for you, fellas. Baseball, Freddie Freeman on in- intentional talk. Two months ago, I'm hitting 220 batting average, and Charlie goes, Dad, I'm going to need you to start playing better so I can go to the All-Star game and meet Fernando. I said, is that the only reason you want me to play better? Yep. <laughs> How brutal is that? So Gotta brutal. Love kids. But just, yep, so true. Yeah, and the other one, uh, I sent this one by um, Sean Smith. is a good one. Um, not only does Ty Cobb hold a single season and career records for steals of home, he also holds a record of stealing second, third, and home in the same innings four times. <laughs> That's crazy. Second, second, third, and home in the same inning. In the same innings, four times. <laughs> Unheard of. Crazy. You don't see uh, the old still home anymore. Uh, no. That's for sure. No, someone tried it a couple of years ago, didn't they, in the World Series against Kershaw? Can't remember. I'm pretty sure the big lefty with he's got that really big slow arm lift, and then he comes down real slow. I'm pretty sure someone tried to steal home. And he... Yeah, I think it was one of the Red Sox, wasn't it? You got some homework, Randall, then? No, this was only like, when did the Dodgers win it? 2020. No, was it 19 or 20? Well, it might have been against the Rays. COVID year. Was it, uh, it, was Randy? To... Was it yeah. Randy that tried it? A Rosarena. That yeah. was it. That's right. He tried to steal home on him. Mm. And it was bloody close, too. Yeah, right. But he was uh, out. I don't remember it. You're going to have to look it back up. But yeah. I, I read somewhere, like the stolen base there, I read somewhere too that Ricky Henderson stole third that many times. If someone, um, like, it's going to be another untouched sort of record that he had so many seals of third. Yeah. But, yeah, he didn't steal home much. So, yeah, shows 
Cobb back in the day once he got on. <laughs> yeah. See you at home soon, boys. That's yeah. it. And you, don't, you can't put him on because you know no. he's going to score. I, I still remember as a young fellow watching uh, uh, John Gorsuch. He always used to steal third and home. I, I don't know what it was. He could just read the play. He wasn't quick. But he could uh, just read the play and know what the pitchers are going to do. Yeah, I'll buck it. Yeah, that's him. All right, that's our tidbits. Thanks to uh, Hawksby Brewing Co. Uh, sponsor Legends. of the show this week. Um, make sure you go and grab a beer there. NFL Super Bowl's on there too, don't forget. Yeah, NFL Super Bowl is on there. They're going to have food vans and everything there. So if you're yeah. local, get down there. Train station's just near there also, Randall. So makes it a bit easier, that's for sure. Makes it hard, though, with the uh, the length of the game and 3 p.m. school pickup on, on the afternoon. Yeah. And being mate, an hour away in Newcastle. Cut them a key, mate. They can walk home from there. It's not too far. Only a couple of main roads they can walk over, you know? Yeah, that's it. Yep. Uh, quick let, them play fro- let them play Frogger. they got to <laughs> learn sooner or later, don't they? Everyone, everyone else did. You probably oh, mentioned cut. that to them and they'd be like, what the hell's Frogger? Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, I've got a couple of topics, fellas, that we can uh, go to. We've got NFL, cricket, Oz Open tennis, or we've got the MLB news. You guys pick. I got nothing. Any, many, money, Mo. NFL. NFL it is. It's a big one. The Chiefs. Who? They made it. I didn't pick him. I'm a supporter of theirs. Didn't pick him to win, and what a game it was! Unreal, wasn't it, mate? Like, congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs, AFC champs. It's not well done. Massive. They beat, the, beat the Bengals 23-20, and it was at the death. It was a bonehead play. Oh, yeah. wasn't it a bonehead play? And didn't it, didn't one of his teammates let him know about it oh, too? My, I don't know if you've seen in the video of. As they're going in the change rooms, he copped a surfer and fair enough too. Yep, my word. That, that was, yeah, what was it, a 15-yard penalty? Put yeah. him up into, into field goal range. Like, come on. Got to be smarter than that. What about, but, I, I guess, the play to get him there, Randall, like he, Mahomes ran that 12 or 15 yards or whatever to get to out of bounds as well on, on a limp. leg. yeah. Been limping that last quarter was brutal, so it was a big play from him. And yeah, then, and getting big, pushed out. Big time plays, mate. They come up with the big time plays. That's that's what he's paid for, isn't it? Yeah. So, you know, he hadn't really been able to run the ball all game, and yeah, and he lost a lot of his receivers too. Yeah, like I know, I know they got assistance with the refereeing. Uh, you can say all you want about that, how much it sort of helped them. But when you look how limited he was in options to throw to and all that, hobbling himself, um, yeah. I think it sort of evened itself out to showed showed how good they were. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I, I I agree totally with you, Dave. And as you blokes know, I, I did send a message saying that they did get a fair bit of help in that last quarter. All the... Uh, I guess controversial decisions went their way um, with the refereeing. Um, there was also a pretty cool picture of the referee um, holding a Mahomes jersey and Mahomes holding a referee's jersey in one of the memes I've seen. <laughs> but, 
or him holding the, up the trophy for MVP of the uh, conference. Yeah. 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 Well, it's the way it goes. Isn't it? Like sometimes the those 50 50 borderline calls go the way of one team. Sometimes they go the other way. Sometimes they get a bit of each. But that's just how it is. It, ha- it happens in all games, doesn't it? You know, yeah. like. Mm. Especially those those games where it can be a bit iffy. Like we talked earlier in the year, there was a few um, uh, roughing the passer uh, penalties that went the way of um, Brady. Yeah, and we we all we all come in and said that was really soft. Like we've just watched it in another game where it's been a lot more physical on on the on the quarterback, and nothing's been called. So yeah, you know, you you earn that, you earn the luck. I guess at the end of the day, don't you? Or you earn those calls. And I guess Chris Jones has played on the third down uh, for the Bengals too. I think it was our third and nine or third and seven or something. And Chris Jones uh, sacked Burrows. That was pretty impressive. So, yeah. Was that was that his? Do I hear him say that was his first sack of 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 the playoffs or something like that? I'm pretty sure he got two in the one game. Two in that yeah, game. okay. It might have been earlier in the game. I'm sure they said that it was his first, uh, first been. ever, first ever postseason sack. Yeah, it was quality, mate. Quality game. Yeah, um, yeah. I th- I thought the Bengals were gonna do them, and it was just that the whole second half was good to watch. Yeah, hundred percent quality show shines through, doesn't it? Yeah, sure does. Burrows was still good. Yeah, I yeah. think he ended up with two hundred and seventy yards or something. Uh, let me have a look. 270 yards, 26 from uh, 41, one touchdown, two interceptions. So, yeah, not not great, but 270 yards is a fair amount still. Yeah. And, um, yeah, the Chiefs, mate, they come through. Mahomes, 29 from 43 with 326. And, and look at their leadership too. Andy Reid, like, he's... He's up there. He's what equals second now, I think, for sort of most postseason victories. Yeah. Um, didn't he tie Tom Landry or something like one of the greats? Um, so he unheralded that. You, you hear about Mahomes and you hear about a lot of other coaches. He just flies under the radar and gets the job done. Yeah. Well, he took the yeah. Eagles to their last, mm. their their last run at it, and. Um... Yeah, it'll be it'll be a good show. This is going to be their third appearance in four years. So, four years, yeah. You know, Bruce in the pudding, isn't it? They've got a quality team. Yeah. yeah. They're going to be hard to beat. Yeah, they sort of stayed under, under the radar a bit for most of the season. And um, obviously the Philadelphia Eagles are going to go in as red-hot favourites um, after their, their season. They've had a really good run. Uh, they absolutely smashed... San Francisco. Yep, 31-7. Wow. Yeah, so uh, I guess uh, the Purdy incident where they got his arm bent back and what did he do, Davo? Tore his UCL. Torn UCL. So uh, they've said have surgery. He's getting a second opinion on it. Uh, if he does, it's going to be six months on the sidelines. Yeah. So it's a tough, tough way to finish a year. Absolutely. Especially the year he's had, you know, like he's, he stepped up so well. Yeah. When Jimmy mm. G went down. So really, really, you know, heartbreaking for him. But I don't know. I don't know what difference he would have made 
um, the way the Eagles' defense was. Yeah. Like, I, I don't, you know, it's too late now. You, you know, you can only speculate it didn't happen. But, you know, going down so early in that first quarter, it ruined their chance, I think. They just didn't know. They, they had no chance to, to prove themselves, did they? There was a stupid amount of penalties from the defense as well, San Francisco defense. Um, Which is unlike them. Yeah, they've been strong defensively all year. They've been sort of that top team defensively, so it was pretty pretty woeful to see. But uh, I guess that's what happens when you bring in your fifth-string quarterback in a, in a playoff game like that. Like, you don't see that very often. No. You don't. What happens to Purdy next year? Oh, that's a tough one, hey. Do you... I, I don't know what uh, Jimmy G's got on his contract. Is, do you guys know? No. I think he's up for um, he's right to leave if he wanted to because some of the memes going around uh, like um, showed him smiling on the sideline. It's like, oh, your last game with the organisation sort of thing. So um, I'm not sure of the absolute of the details, but I think he's open to go go elsewhere. Yeah, yeah, they'd be mad not to have him uh, have Purdy as their as their quarterback. But I mean, Jimmy G's obviously a, a quality quarterback in himself. Um, there were rumors that Tom Brady was heading there for a, a cameo as well, so fell on some people on Twitter and that's that's the talk out there but the talk's also Miami too because he was there checking out schools for his kids and that's where he's living now so yeah. um he's off to the dolphins which doesn't make sense when you got two of there so yeah. but yeah I'm sure there's plenty of stories for him. Yeah. Maybe he can he, um, he might he, he was a you know, a seventh round pick in 1995 for <laughs> Montreal Expos. Maybe he could come and have a game for the Toronto Tigers. Yeah, he oh, was, mate. he was the last, he was the last draft choice of the Montreal Expos. Yeah. So there's a extra little tidbit that uh, the last pick the Expos ever had was Tom Brady. Yeah. Solid. Right. Who's your predictions, fellas? For uh, but no matter what, yeah. the the Kels family. Oh, yeah, that's going to be solid. Yeah. One way or another, there's a trophy coming to the Kels household. Don't know which yeah. one. But there's been um, plenty of smack talk about it. Yeah. So I had a bit of lag going on here, fellas. So if I talk over you, just just stop me. It's just normal, isn't it? Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> you start talking and then all I notice is Randall talking in fast speed up there in the top left. Looks like his mouth doing these ones. Like one of those movies from the 1960s, the martial arts movies. Oh, Bruce Lee movie, yep. Yeah. Yeah. A bit of Michael Winslow from uh, Police Academy when he did it. That's him. That was gold. What about the cricket, Davo? What's happening in the. Oh, let's talk about who's going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Who, who have you got? I've got the Eagles. I think, yeah, they've been more consistent all year. So uh, they rolled over. 49ers, no, no meat feet. So I'm, I'm going with the Eagles. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to go with Kansas City. If Mahomes is 75% fit, I'm going to go with, with Kansas City. I, Eagles, I don't know. 
I, I still feel like they haven't really had that real good challenge. Yeah. Like they, they've, they've soared all year long and all that sort of stuff, but have they really played a high, high quality team? They will this week or <laughs> next week. In a two weeks. Suppo- <laughs> suppose so. I reckon that two weeks is going to be good for um, Mahomes anyway. He needs it for the recovery well, of his... For Kansas City in general, really. Yeah, true. And three, his three receivers are out and... Yeah, yeah so... What what about well, the um, salary cap increase that was announced today? Did you see that? Didn't see it. The, um, so for, next, for the 2023 season, this, the... Uh, NFL salary cap's going to go up to $224.8 million. So it's an increase of $16.6 million per team. Yeah. What, is, what does that do for a few teams? I think um, personally for, for, the, for the Ravens, I get that feeling that that's what um, Lamar may have been holding out for, for that increase. Yeah. Find out what that increase is to see how much he can go to market with. Well, there's talk um, out of Green Bay that Rogers is on the trading block. They're op- they're open to um, open to calls. Yeah. So I, I heard that that'd as well. free up a lot of money for them next year. Yeah, what's he? Fifty mil a year, isn't he? For yeah. something, something close to it. So I think we had a, a show a couple of weeks ago. But um, yeah, I, I guess sixteen mil is a lot of money. Depending on, um, yeah, what sort of player they're after, I'm sure fella like uh, Brady, who's just lost probably half of his wealth to his divorce, he'd be up for an extra couple of mil for a, uh, you know, another year in the sun mm. or snow, as it might be. Who well, knows where he's going to be? Green yeah. Bay. He might be a Green Bay in, in the cold. Best way to go. But um, a final thing on there, NFL, I was watching Pardon the Interruption the other day, and they were talking about the neutral sites that the Super Bowl's held at and how the Super Bowl lacks atmosphere. It's it's like, yeah, it's your everyday fan there, but it's not a real home crowd. Yeah. So they were throwing around the idea of the possibility of getting rid of the neutral area, neutral uh, ground, and like being like every other sport. So like the one with the best record yep. hosts the Super Bowl and has that home field advantage. I like it. So what's your thoughts on like every other sport does it? Uh, and both guys were saying they've been to Super Bowls and it's been flat because yep. you don't have that home field advantage for one team. You don't have that home crowd making an absolute ruckus every time the opposition has the ball. We only got to look at um, Burrowhead Field. I mean Arrowhead Field on the uh, last weekend, mate. Like, yeah. see a red, got him home. Yeah, yeah. I we all we like, all know every sport that home field makes such a difference to a team. So yeah. I don't know if the commissioner's thinking about it, but I'd I'd be all so. for it. It's like uh, they'll compl- They're saying, oh, it leaves people with not much notice to organise things. Well, I'm sorry. The baseball does it. The basketball does it. Ice hockey does it. Um, it yeah. wouldn't be too hard to organise. It would but sell out. If yeah, the same amount of time, can do it for their ABL. I'm sure someone like yeah. uh, Kansas City Chiefs could 
organise a few people over, you know. You just got to put your celebrities in the cold, maybe. That's it. That's it. Um, I, I think they should do it 100%, like you said. Fans are that passionate. They won't give two, two hoots if they find out four days beforehand. Or, but yep. it, It's the Super Bowl. They've got two weeks. Yeah, it's not. It's not like the MLB or something where it could be a you know, couple of days out, yep. or you know some of these other sports, cricket or whatever. You know the big bash. You know, like you only find out a few days earlier. Like people will go. People will buy tickets anyway, and they'll flock to it. Yeah, they'll have and a you'll fair get the home idea. field. I like the idea of the home field for sure. Yeah, it makes it if. You look at the Eagles, you know, they've had a, a absolute monster year. Why shouldn't they get some advantage for it? Yeah. What do they get? Number one seed or whatever. So they play like the lowest team. Like, yeah. This day and age, every team, when it gets to playoffs, any team can beat any team. Yeah. yeah. So why not? Why and not? And now they're going to Arizona. And it's like, well, both teams are going to turn up at Arizona. It's like, oh, well, it's just like an away game for us. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'm all for it, and the uh, I, I like the way the ABL have done it um, this year as well. Um, top tier team gets to choose whether they play the last two or the first two. Uh, I'm a real fan of that, and yeah. um, and Adelaide's picked to play their last two at home. So Perth Heat versus Adelaide Giants, first game in Perth, and then the following two in Adelaide. Did you guys catch any of the ABL on the weekend? Yeah, I got a little bit. Um, watched the bits and pieces of a few games. Yeah. It's good watching. Yeah. Um, I think that's a great call, though, and it's why yeah. not. It's it's an advantage to the, t- the highest-placed team. Yeah. So you want to give them something. Like, it is sort of like home field advantage. How, how would you like to use it? Yeah. No, I agree. I thought it was uh, real good. Yeah, the ABL fellas, uh, Brisbane Bandits um, got done. I'm not sure who took that out of all of us last week, Randall. Nah, actually, somebody did. Might uh, have been you. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. We did say we thought it would be close. Yeah. No, nah, it was always going to be a good series. And you did touch on it last week about uh, them maybe not coming up against that top tier competition, having. Um, Blue Sox, Cavs, sort of Auckland on their division. Um, they did, did, however, have a million wins for the year, um, had the highest win percentage. But obviously uh, the red-hot Perth Heat come through with the goods. Game one was an absolute cracker. I watched uh, the majority of that and it was brilliant to watch. Um, just a backwards and forwards game and, uh, yeah, quality quality game um what about the adelaide and auckland i I didn't see a whole heap of that fellas um but obviously adelaide did enough to get through still went to game three though so uh they didn't have it all their own way i didn't see much of it but i just i know they did yeah have to do it in three so it was good to see auckland put up a fight um as you say Adelaide's well well up here compared to the others, but for Auckland to fight force game three and make it tight there for a while was good yeah. to see, but class just shone through. Yeah. 
pretty impressed by um, uh, the Auckland pitching throughout the year. Having those couple of Japanese guys was um, good to see. Um, those Auckland guys, obviously, um, wife's creeping in to the podcast room. She's not even saying hi. How rude. Um, it was great to see, obviously, the Adelaide guys get through um, and big Ricks and Wingrove on the NBN News tonight having his say on, you know, what might happen in the future. Uh, good luck to Adelaide. It's going to be a great series. Yep. Yeah, I think all, all three of those games were only two-run games, yep. I'm pretty sure. And I think they were washed out Saturday, so they played yep. the doubleheader Sunday. So they were all close. It's good to see. It is good to see. That goes uh, straight ahead this weekend, doesn't it? They don't have a two-week gap like the Super Bowl. Imagine having a two-week gap in baseball. Gee, you wouldn't be able to move. You wouldn't be able to get your arm started again. (laughs) To rust rust there. It's like they they struggle when they have like three or four days in between playoffs. Yeah. Speaking of uh, struggling to move, pitches and catches report soon, fellas. Pretty sure it's the fifteenth of uh, of Feb, so closing in. Interesting to uh, to watch. Getting know, ready for the uh, classic. Yeah, I know. Uh, when you get the MLB TV, you get a fair bit of the, um, I guess, the preseason games and um, all the bits and pieces. But hopefully, we get a bit more and get a bit more. Um, shown this year, it's always good to see who's doing what and, and how they're doing. A lot of the clubs are bringing uh, a lot of their social media into it, into spring training, which is pretty cool. Get a bit of an insight on what they're doing and how they throw and, and stuff like that. But is there any uh, anything exciting that you guys are looking forward to for the MLB season? Well, for me, it goes without saying after going from a 50-win team to a 80-odd win team, like whatever they whatever they won, like season should be bright yeah. for the old Orioles. I know they, they just signed last week another two pitches or they traded for another two pitches. Yeah. So Oakland have traded up two of their starters. So That doesn't sound like the A's. No, it doesn't, <laughs> especially for, for one infielder, one infielder, pro, one prospect. Mm. So whatever, but. Yeah. For me, for me, it's all looking up. Yeah. I think um, what's good also about this year, Randall, is teams, all, I'm looking at the Giants' point of view. Um, they're not going to have a million series against the Dodgers. You, you, they've bought in the rule where they're playing each each and every team in the league at least one in one series, which I think is good for clubs like Baltimore. Like the Giants, it's even going to be good for Red Boston, Dave. Like it's, they get to play against different teams, and it, there's going to be people that play in ballparks they haven't played in before. Yeah, like, that's cool. Yeah. I really like I like what they've done there. Like last year, the season is talking about people playing in ballparks they haven't played in before. It was uh, the Orioles played the Cardinals at Bush Stadium. Yeah. Which is the new Bush Stadium, which opened, I think, fifteen years ago or something. Yeah, that was the first time the Orioles have played at New Bush Stadium. It's been over. It's been open for fifteen years. Like, Crazy, isn't it? How? Yeah. So 
I, I think it's great. I think it's great. Play everybody, especially like Davo, you'd be the same, that AL East, oh. getting away from having to play the friggin' Yankees and Tampa, Bay, Tampa Bay and Toronto. the Blue Jays, <laughs> you know, a million times a year. Like, oh, I'm much, much happier to go and play Cleveland and, you know, those Oakland and those teams on that on that uh West Coast. Yeah. Just yeah. baseball being back. Yeah. Bring it on. Yeah. I think, um you guys play off in opening series too. I think Baltimore are at Boston for uh the opening day. A serious loss for the Red Sox already I'd say. Ooh. I was looking I was going the other way. <laughs> looking through to all of that, but uh should be good. So yeah, anything else? Oh, that's what else for the MLB. Uh, what about MLB the show, the the new uh, the face of the show, mate? Oh, oh, Chisholm. Yeah, Jazz Chisholm Jr. I, I'm surprised. I'm, I'm surprised that he's that it's him. Like usually, you know, like 2022 was showy. You know, year be- year before was uh, F- uh, Fernando Tatis. Yeah, you know, judge before that. You know, it's usually Harvey Byers. Harvey yeah, Byers, yeah. Bryce like it's always, usually someone that's had a massive year the year before. Yeah, Jazz I Chisholm. Was, I, I thought it was going to be J Rod. Yeah, like the, the, yeah. the year he's had, and as you say, it's the guys that are setting the league on fire and the names that are coming through. Yep. Um, I thought he might have been up there, but yeah, just well, he has come out and said, Put me in center field, coach, and I'm gonna uh win your gold glove out there. So he's yep. he's talking the talk, yeah, yeah, no, like rookie of the year, and you know, had an awesome season. Like, he's the sort of player you'd expect to see on there. But I was also a little bit disappointed, it wasn't. You know, the, the one that was floating around with Carlos Correa, you know, you actually get the option of pick which team you want him to be in. He can have one of three teams. So, you know. I reckon they'll probably bring it in where he does play for any team you want him to. Yeah. Just got to have a medical. medical. Oh, medical. Yeah. Uh, you, that, that Randall, what is that? That comes out the end of March, isn't it? A couple of days before. Yeah. You, uh, usually uh, just usually just before Easter. So, really? I don't know. I have. I actually haven't got on there yet to uh, do me pre-purchase, but usually gives me an extra extra couple of days to to get on there and play around. You'll be all over it, mate. Oh, mate, haven't touched it since the end of the season. Brutal. What? Because they don't do updates. No, they they do, but apparently the wife said I need need to have a break or something. Or, oh yeah. yeah, like get too cranky. Oh, no, it's good you're having a break now anyway. Just watching cricket and drinking those Hawkesbury. Yeah, look at them. The hazy. The hazy. Mate, got to do something, mate. Come on. All right, fellas, Australian Open, been and gone. The Joker, one, six, six, three, seven, six, seven, six. Had a nice 22 on his uh, jacket there. A couple of... I think there was a couple of jabs out of the side of the arms and stuff as well, but I'm not sure. But uh, you watch any of the tennis? A little bit. I watched yeah. the uh, watched the men's doubles final. Yeah, which is awesome to see. A couple of Australians. A couple of Aussies they, did real well. Yeah, that's it. I think they were a wild card entry, weren't they? Yeah, there were. There was three wild cards, I believe, mate. Yeah. But, uh, 
fantastic to see. Yep. Um, who won the uh, the women's? I didn't even watch the women's. The women's singles was um, right. Sabalenka. Oh, uh, yeah, easily. Four six six three six four. Your beauty. Uh, there was a couple of uh, Aussies do really well. Um, let's have a look at the Australians. Um, men's doubles. They did all right. Can't even pronounce their names. There was a few Aussies in there. Anyway, Lossieski. Yeah, that's them. Kaminsky now. Smith. Rubbish Spinney was left out of the side last night. That's him. Yeah. Uh, cricket, Dave, what's happening with the cricket? Well, the cricket, we're getting down to the, the Big Bash finals. Um, so we had Perth play Sydney last week to uh, make it straight through to the grand final and host it. So um, quite a quite a close game. Wasn't the big blowout uh, or big high-scoring game that a lot of people thought, but um, Perth came away the victors there. So they now will host host the game next Saturday. Uh, so in the meantime, uh, their qualifiers, their eliminators, all the things they've had, we've now got uh, the the Heat playing the Sixers Thursday night at the SCG to uh, to book a spot in the final. Uh, be totally different teams for the Heat anyway because the Australian players have now been, or the Test players have been taken out of the team. So uh, for Sixers, it's not too bad. Oh, it's a big loss in Steve Smith, the way he's been striking yeah. the ball. Uh, but that's only it's only him. They lose Lyon as well, but Lyon hasn't been bowling a whole lot. So they've had Murphy and Najib and uh, Socky there still sort of th- throwing grenades. Uh, but the Heat, the Heat lose Quasha, Renshaw and Labashane. So it's going to be interesting to see how they come back from that, uh, considering it's been those three guys that have led from the front for the Heat. Uh, Nessa's still there, I think. Um, so he'll he'll be good for them. But, um, yeah, so the winner or that game Thursday night plays Perth. Perth, I don't think, haven't really lost anyone um, for the Test Series. So it just shows... Uh, what a solid lineup they've had that they can go through the comp without too many players coming in and out. But um, I think Sydney will probably knock off Brisbane on a Thursday night, and oh, it's a it's a tough one. I'd love to see Sydney going to win um, the final, but being played over in Perth, yeah. uh, it showed that Perth was used to that quicker wicket, where the Sydney batters hitters took a little while to get used to that quicker quicker pitch. Sydney like it slow. They've got the spinners. Uh, but it might be a game if they get through for someone like Jackson Bird to come into his own. Uh, but I'm predicting a yeah, Sixers, a Scorchers final. And Sixers, I'll stick with them. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, cool. that's that's what's happening with the big bash. The uh, They had the Allen Border medal last night. Uh, and the Belinda Clark medal as well. So good old Smithy won for the fourth time. He joins Michael Clark and Ponting as the the most winners of that. Um, Beth Mooney, she's she's had a great season, uh, domestic and international. So easy winner for Belinda Clark. Uh, Uzi uh, being the Test Player of the Year. Uh, the Shane, and his speech afterwards. 
it's sort of like, yeah, he, he certainly knows how to uh, to drive it into them. So yeah. they had that last night. So this, the summer of cricket is, is winding up. So the women, they take off to South Africa for the uh, the World Cup. They've got to defend their title over there, and I think they should they should do that. They're the form side. England might put up a bit of a fight. India a little bit, but Australia should come home with that. And then the big series I'm looking forward to starting the 9th of Feb is Australia over in India for Ooh, yeah. uh, a few tests. Yeah, so... That, that four, four test day though, isn't it? Yeah. Four test series. Four test series over there, which is going to be a long slog. And yeah. India got a few out though, don't they? Isn't Boomer is not there? I'm not sure. I know he's he's getting a bit long in the tooth anyway, but um, I haven't seen much of the makeup of the Indian side. Um, but they they always show up. They always sort of find a tweaker out of nowhere on those yeah. dust bowls. Um and then yeah their their batting does well so um they they're hitting a bit of form with their batting so us taking twenty wickets will be a big ask yeah absolutely I look and, forward um, to that test that those tests they'll be good to watch I haven't yeah, I watched think... much of the uh, big bash this year but yeah the tests I'm looking forward to and three uh, p.m. finally two thirty yeah two thirty for 2:30. like a three o'clock start so it's a nice Nice afternoon slash evening watching cricket. Good beauty. And um, I was going to say, it looks like your man Warner was finally showing up a Randall for the Thunder, and then the Thunder hit and shattered. Absolutely shattered. Were they four eight runs short or something with the Duck Duckworth Lewis, whatever it is, yep. system? Oh mate, oh shattered. Oh, that's really shattered. It was it was probably too many runs for him anyway. To be honest. Yeah, yeah. The heat, the heat started well, and it it would have needed, like as I say, Warner free reign from ball one to even be close to sort of sticking with them. So yeah, but they still had a little bit of hitting, like with Ollie Davies and that still in the shed. Um, but I, it was going to be a tall order, I think. But like you said, Uzi and the old loose bus change just took it away from them. Yeah, like. The way they batted was unreal. It was it was good to watch, even though they were playing against the team you follow. That was it was it was good to watch. Yeah. And it was a good and in a way, stick it up your jumper to the Australian selectors as well. The Australian selectors for the twenty twenty World Cup, or sorry, the yeah twenty twenty World Cup, chose to leave out Labuschagne, Smith, and Kwaja for these so called um, specialists. Yeah, Tim, David, qu- Tim Davids and these sort of blokes that. Yeah. Quality is quality. Yep. It's like, and they've shown that this summer in all formats, and especially, especially the big bash at the end here. The way they've gone off, like Smith played four games and was the leading six hitter for the whole competition yep. from four games. And what did he score? He had two hundreds and two fifties or something, didn't he? Yeah, like, yeah. So that, it just reminds me of a few years ago, Kawaja come back from from playing international cricket to, um, I think he come back to the Thunder. To the Thunder, yep. And, and he did the same sort of thing. He peeled off 200s and every other innings he was scoring 50-odd. Yep, and, and he really won them. He won them that title. That's it. That was the year they won the title. So, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's good to see those guys come back and perform like that, isn't it? Yeah, so hopefully yeah. the selectors have now learnt quality. 
don't don't pigeon like just don't box people in say you're a specialist at this it's sort of like if they're playing well choose them any yep. format yep 100% any game selected yeah. if you're listening <laughs> That's I, some uh, of the mound, eh? Well, yeah. while we're talking about these uh, cricket legends, I've seen uh, one of our fellas we used to play baseball against, Nathan Holloway, um, had Jason Sanger come down to Walls End uh, training today and shared some goodies with the kids. How good's that to see? You know, stars that you know, local stars that have gone all the way to come back and give back to the kids. I think it's fantastic, uh, fantastic to see. That's what it's all about. Absolutely. Yep. Kids look up to them and, yeah, would, they would have had a ball and probably learn a, a whole heap. Well, uh, Central Coast were lucky enough when they had their launch for the Junior Rep Carnival, they had Labashane yep. uh, there. And I uh, didn't make the night, but from all words, like every kid just loved it. It's like because they love him so much. But for him to take time out and just turn up to a Central Coast sort of thing is is huge Massive. and those kids that night would have got so much out of it like yeah. like these kids we've seen Sanger turn up yeah for sure I, I think actually in in that sort of thing we uh we only saw it the other day Hudson when we are I think it was on Monday um Boss and Cambo came out to the uh, summer sizzle yeah. and they, ha- they got to sit down with the kids and have a chat to the kids and talk to them and you know, there was a, a junior Cavs team there and that sort of stuff. And they all loved it, exactly like you said. Like, those kids, you know, they're local boys. That, you know, they live around the corner. It's nothing for them to just stop in. Yeah. You know, and they Both did. on their work, lunch break, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. nothing wrong with that. Like you were, Randall. You were on your lunch break for those four days, weren't you? I was. I was. It was a long break. Yeah. I'd been building it up over the last 20 years. Um, but yeah, just like what they gave to those kids and it was just talking to them and whatever. And, and we heard a parent come over and say, mate, that you guys, that's a massive effort to come to this, like blah, yeah. blah, blah, you know, oh, you play for the cavalry. Oh, it's a lot, you know, you've come all the way from Canberra and they're like, uh, no, we just live around the corner. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, anyway, still, thanks. Yeah. Like, you know, the kids loved it mm-hmm. yeah, and, and it takes nothing. Well, it reminds me of a, a cricket story Alan Davo told us um, of Michael Clark. Michael Clark was playing a New South Wales game at Bankstown Oval and the kids walked up to him, asked for an autograph and Clark shooed him away and just said, no, nah, nah, go away, kid. That did not sit well with Alan Davo. He did not like that one bit. So he's gone down there and tore strips off Clark to say, these kids are the future of the game. They look up to you. You need to take the time and you will sign every autograph of every kid that comes along here. And that just took Clark down a peg or two yeah. uh, to have someone like Alan Davidson come up and say that. And Alan Davidson went and found that kid, brought him back. Clark signed everything that was thrown in front of him after that. But um, just the difference in in some people that yeah. some need to be pushed to do that, where others like Boston Camo, it's like, yep, let's go. But yeah. the kids are the future, and they're the ones that look up. And he's, he said, You're, they pay your salary. The parents that bring them out here, so you will sign every autograph of every kid. Yeah. yeah. You, only, you only have to look in the media recently to see what sort of character he is anyway. So, 
you know, he's always been like that, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah. He's always been bigger than the sport. Yeah. No, there's plenty of them around, mate. And uh, there's plenty of good guys in all different sports that are willing to chip in for the kids. The good uh, thing is there's more good guys than there are bad guys. It's just a shame that in all sports that the bad guys are the ones that grab the headlines. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. All right, fellas. Have a good week. Let's leave it there. And, uh, yeah, good luck at cricket this week, Dave. I hope the kids are feeling better and uh, they get a game in, mate. Yeah. Oh, the daughter was chomping at the bit last week. She's like, I feel better. Why can't I go? And it's like, you tested positive like three days ago. We're not going to let you out to infect others in your team. Good to go, but, Dad. Yeah. Yeah, she was. And by Sunday, they were bouncing. They were throwing cricket balls around the house. And it's like, how we've still got glass in the house, I don't know. <laughs> Perspex windows. Oh, yeah. So we're all, we're all up for a game this week. Mate, I don't know, uh, Dave, if you... Um... Had the senses going, mate. But uh, Ruben often watches uh, a bit of YouTube and he flicked on Sports Rewind and he said, where's Davo? He's always into me about going to BJ's BJ's house. Is Davo there? Is Davo here? Is Davo doing this? Mate, he uh, he was worried about you last week because you weren't on the show. Good to see you back this week, mate. Mate, let him know. Back to normal. Back to uh, usual dribble. Yeah, he'll be happy to see your face. He does <laughs> He does watch it. I don't know what he does with it, but, yeah, he, he, it's on in the background. There's Davo. There's Davo. Hey, BJ. But, yeah. Hey, good yeah. to have you back. Fellas, have a good week. Talk we to you soon. Thanks again to Hawkesbury Brewing. Ah, oh, legends. Good on you. Get down to, uh, get down to the Super Bowl on the thir- Monday the 13th if you need somewhere to watch. They've, they've got it live streamed, so... Get amongst it. Good. Just rock up anytime. Yeah. I'll be there. <laughs> See ya. See you, See guys. Guys.